Two Designers Walk Into a Bar is a proud member of the Evergreen Podcasts Network. For more information about our show or to discover more podcasts you'll enjoy, visit evergreenpodcasts.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. It's Elliot and Todd. While you're waiting for our next full episode, we wanted to share some bar snacks with you. What are bar snacks, you ask? Well, we're sitting at the bar with a few friends to discuss some light, snackable design and pop culture topics for you, the listener. So join us and a few of our friends as we share our snacks with you. Love listening to podcasts, but always finding your audio cables have been nibbled on by your favorite furry friend? Invest in a six-pack of Zaps audio cables. Created by the same geniuses who brought the original dog obedience shock collars to the market, Zaps audio cables connect your favorite audio devices without the fear of Fluffy's chewing habits harshing your listening mellow. Using our patented third rail technology, when your pet clamps down on one of our cables, a circuit is completed, causing the battery charge in your phone or headphones to be immediately and instantly directed into the cable, creating a 220-volt lesson for every pet in your household. Trust us, it's the last cable they will ever buy. So the next time you're listening to a podcast and wonder, huh, what's that smell? Hey, it's just Zaps Audio Cables doing their job. Find us at your nearest hardware or farm supply store. Not to be used in any household with pets under 10 pounds. Hey, welcome back to part two of our conversation with our friend Lenny Terenzi. Invite you to go back and listen to part one if you haven't done that. As a matter of fact, go back and listen to all of our podcast episodes. Let's pick back up on the conversation, okay? Uh, Lenny, would you say you're more Camp Warner Brothers or Hanna-Barbera? So, Todd, <laughs> I would say I am actually Camp both, okay? What? I am, right? And, and, and I've, got, I've got reasons. Yeah. Uh, so, right, WB, Warner Brothers, that's, that's just, I think that's the foundation for comedy. Classic. For art. Like, yeah. everything about those were, were, were classic. Uh, right, but Hanna Barbera was like, uh, was very like lowbrow, right? Kind of stuff, like, yeah, you know, repeating mm-hmm. backgrounds when characters would run, you know, whip the same door would go <laughs> right. whipping by, you know, stuff like that. The <laughs> table and the vase, exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. But, but you know, I, they were each different things, right? Because like WB or Looney Tunes, for that matter, was just slapstick. So that just grounded your whole humor. But like. Hanna-Barbera was, like, dialed in right to what I was as a kid at that age. Because, you know, you Mm -hmm. had, like, the Laugh Mm -hmm. Olympics for Hanna-Barbera. You had, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, But cool story. I think Todd may have heard this one. Quick story. Uh, When uh, my first job, first professional job, I worked at a gaming company in Cary, North Carolina. 
and we got a Warner Brothers license. Uh, we were doing um, Warner Brothers games. So um, we were doing Looney Tunes jigsaw puzzles, like digital ones. Um, but we also did stuff like Men in Black and stuff like that when those movies came out. But anytime you do a Looney Tunes property, uh, Warner Brothers requires you contractually to go to Looney Tunes University. Um, and what that is, is they send out a Looney Tunes historian with 12 hours of cartoons, some that you know, mm -hmm. classic opera, all that stuff, and mm -hmm. scenes, and mm -hmm. a whole spread of food, and all sorts of original cells, and all this history. And they like literally rent out a hotel, like banquet hall type thing. And you all sit there all day, and they tell you stories, and you watch cartoons, and they just go through this whole thing to like ah. give you the the weight of yeah. the history behind Looney Tunes. And so what, when I got to do that, it just... That sounds horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I, how can Todd and I not do that? I know. I'm still waiting for Looney Tunes Day at work, Todd, and I'm really like, come yeah, on, man, yeah. I'm on, two years now. <laughs> I know. We need to. We do need to move that along. Uh, and you said food was involved too. How yeah, was that? Even better. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So I have so many Looney Tunes stories out of that. It's just so. It okay, so Todd. It's official. We need to get Looney Tunes as a podcast sponsor. Okay, well, I'm glad you finally decided that we can make that yeah. happen. <laughs> Twist my arm. You know, I was unconvinced until this conversation just now. Hey, so Lenny, uh, what was the first movie that you remember seeing in a theater? Superman 2 with my grandfather. He he Your was grandfather in the movie? was in Superman 2? Yeah, that's right. amazing. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. Wow. Yeah. But no, 1980. Terrence Stamp was his grandfather. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I went to see a movie with my grandmother, but you'd have to listen to one of our podcast episodes to hear that beautiful So that's story. not going to happen then, right? <laughs> Nobody's going to ever hear that story, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Todd and I yeah. are the only so two So far, two of us it. know it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I used to go yeah. to see my grandparents every summer, and uh, it's summer 1980. Uh, he took me to see Superman 2. I also saw Ghostbusters and Back to the Future uh, with him as well. So, so Grandpa yeah. definitely shaped some pop culture for sure. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah, nice. Did he drive you there in his DeLorean or like how did that work? <laughs> no, it was like a, a like a 1978 Chevelle or something like that. <laughs> oh, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, that, too. Was, that was time traveling in a different right. way. <laughs> he also introduced me to the movie Airplane as well. So, different end of the spectrum oh, from those other ones. Todd. Oh, oh, no. I love your granddad. Our, for Todd and I, that's our North yeah. Star, that movie, literally. Surely, you must um, be kidding. When I got, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Hospital, am, what is don't it? Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> yeah. It's a big building with patients. Yeah. Um, yeah, when I got my wisdom teeth out, Todd all too eagerly volunteered to pick me up. And I was mm -hmm. recovering at his house. And I, even in my, my haze, my drug-induced haze, I remembered that he had a Betamax VCR with airplane on beta and he's like well what do you want and i was like and my mouth was swollen and filled with gauze and i was like i want your airplane you know <laughs> and uh, he rolls his eyes and he like goes into the hall closet and digs out this dust covered vcr <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and we watched airplane on beta the picture was so crystal clear take that blu-ray yeah, that's right it was and and uh and you remember i said well first uh, I, we've got to change the gauze in your mouth. And Elliot says, I'll go, 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 go. He didn't sound like Marlon Brando in The Godfather? No, no. no I didn't. Go, or, go, or, go, or in Superman. Or in Superman. Or in Superman. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's no. right. That's no, right. I did not. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you said airplanes, so now you're officially our friend. Up until now, that's we our were, Rosetta we were, Stone. Yeah, we were we were iffy about you. I'm just yeah. I'm just putting that. I'm out still there. iffy about me. Yeah, I, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. And I've known myself my whole <laughs> life. <laughs> okay, new question: Who was or is the best advertising character? Oh yes. Um, so again, I, I'm I'm nostalgia, right? We're, and this is a, a pop culture thing. Yeah. I don't think in in yeah. the late seventies, mm-hmm. eighties, anybody did it better than McDonald's, because like back then you didn't just have Ronald. You literally, I mean, these right, Hamburglar and grip, like literally pot soaked L L S like dr- like these drug and dream characters <laughs> were literally marketed to children, <laughs> and it worked. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Do you remember when they introduced the Fry Guys? Oh, I yeah. remember when they first introduced them, and I was yeah. a little kid. I was yeah. like, "What the hell is this all about?" Mayor McCheese. Like you can't. Yeah, yeah. There's a great Onion article about Mayor McCheese's nude body being found in a ditch, like some kind of political assassination. <laughs> <laughs> he did kind of. He did kind of disappear as the '80s came on. You know, it was like yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, you know. They never found a body, nope. to the best of my knowledge. It's sort of a cold case. Well, it's it's a it's a half cold case. Half half of it was hot, and then the other. That was the McDLT. That 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 was the McDLT. Did you know? Did you know that Ronald and Birdie couldn't be in the same scene alone? Like according to their guidelines, they had to mm. always have supervisors uh, in McDonald Land because Birdie was a, a female. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are these massive books that um, that Leo Burnett uh, had as guidelines for uh, writing and scripting and directing McDonald Land commercials, wow. and it had things like that. Like, like they could never make fun of Grimace. You know, because <laughs> about his weight. Grim- <laughs> <laughs> Here's what our food's gonna make you look like. <laughs> so Grimace, you've been hitting the treadmill. Yeah. Well, you know, Grimace was really childlike. But, you know, he was a big, he was a big boy. So, you know, they couldn't make fun of that. Um, and again, yeah, Ronald and Bertie couldn't be in the same scene alone. Um, yeah, so very interesting tidbits. I guess I'm telling McDonald Land secrets, but luckily no one listens to our podcast. So it won't <laughs> Certainly not. You know, we're, we're also going to get McDonald's now as another sponsor. Yeah. So yeah, retroactively, right. we're going to get in trouble. You'll, you'll, you'll get something okay, from McDonald's. Yeah, it might be a cease and desist, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've gotten those before, too. <laughs> I say so. So the, uh, McDonald's, but also uh, the uh, the General Mills Monster cereal, like Count Chocula, Frankenberry. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh mm-hmm. yeah, Blueberry. Blueberry. Right, but yeah. what are the what are the other two? The Mummy. Oh, there's the Mummy. Yep. Right? Yummy, yummy, yummy Mummy. mummy. Or whatever that was. Y- yummy Mummy. And there was the okay. Werewolf, which is Fruit Brute. Yeah, there was. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Fruit yep. Brute. They never yeah, they never caught brute. on as much. Yeah. Yeah, which is yeah. the cereal that Eric Stoltz's character is eating when he's the drug dealer in Pulp Fiction. He's eating fruit brute. Oh, ah, look at that. you. Look at the big brain on Elliot tying yeah. it all together there.
Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book, and together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts. Two Designers Walk Into a Bar is a proud member of the Evergreen Podcasts Network. For more information about our show or to discover more podcasts you'll enjoy, visit evergreenpodcasts.com.